Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. I'm Lisa. And I'm Lucy, and we run Sticker Guru, a stationery and stickers shop. We created the Big Plans podcast to share the things we've learned over the past six years of running our own business. So today we're doing something fun and a little bit different. And this was kind of requested by people. So basically, we're going to be talking about the creation of Sticker Guru, aka how it all began, aka how Lisa started her company at 17. So I'll be interviewing her with questions, both just questions that I came up with and also questions from the audience. Okay, let's get started. Yes, thank you for sending in your questions. Yeah, thank you. Okay, I think what everyone wants to know is where did your business idea come from? How did this start? Uh Uh-huh, yeah, so I feel like in like high school and middle school, I watched a lot of YouTube videos especially beauty gurus, just like makeup videos. And one of the makeup gurus that I followed at the time was Aller. I saw that she uploaded like a planner video. And I was like, oh, what? Like, I've never heard of this before. So I clicked on it and I watched through it. And it was basically her planning in an Erin Condren planner using stickers. And like right away, I was very interested. I was like, I've never seen this before, but how do I get in on this? So at the time, I did not have any money to buy an Erin Contra planner or right, to buy like, stickers. I was seven. I think I was actually 16 uh-huh. when I first saw her planner video. And yeah, so I did not have any money. And I saw how expensive stickers were on Etsy because that's mainly where people were selling. People would sell them for 3 to $4, even maybe even more, for a single sheet of stickers. So I was like, okay, that's not happening. So mm-hmm. I was also very into like DIY at the time. So I figured, you know what, maybe I can try and DIY my own stickers. And so I started to research materials that I would need to make my own stickers And I quickly realized that it's actually pretty cheap to make your own stickers. So I figured if I can make my own stickers, I could probably, you know, sell them for three to four dollars a sheet. And to me, that seemed like a really good idea. It seemed really profitable. Also, a little side note, a little side story, but growing up, I always found myself doing like little side hustles to make some money. My parents did not allow me to get a job. They were very focused. They wanted me to be very focused on academics, so I was not allowed to get a job. My parents also did not give me any allowance, which, fine. I also never really asked them for money, so the only time they would give me money is if it was like for school-related items or if it was during Chinese New Year, they would give some cash, which was nice. So like I said, I did not have a lot of money. So I would always be trying to do some like side hustles. And I think one of the side hustles that I did was when I was 13, I had a Tumblr. If anyone still knows what that is, it had ads on it. So it was like linked to a Google AdSense account. And I think I actually made like $350 from that, which was a lot as a 13 year old I was very proud of myself yeah like 
You're like, it was a lot of money. Yeah, so I always like had that like little business mindset, I guess, of like trying to make some extra cash because I, like I said, my parents did not give me any allowance or anything like that. Yeah, I so yeah, like I was always also doing this. Yeah, I was. I also like would do these under the radar, kind of, because my parents, uh-huh. like I said, they wanted me to focus on school, and I was over here like trying to make some money. Okay. Yeah, I feel like our parents were very strict about just making sure that we were everything we did was related to getting into a good school for college. Yeah. Yeah, they like so, highly discouraged us from just like doing things. I don't know, that trying like getting like yeah, yeah. Like they were very much like you should be studying right now. Or did you do your homework yet? Yeah, yes. Um, which is I think is kind of sad because it's like I feel like we were both good at different things, but because of our parents, we were like discouraged. Like I feel like I was creative. I like to draw, and you like had all these different like hustles going on and it's just mm-hmm. yeah but I feel like that also made you more determined I think that made me yeah I think I was more determined because of that because I wasn't allowed this was something I wasn't supposed to be doing and because I wasn't supposed to be doing it <laughs> it made me want to do it more um so yeah okay so next question what kind of market research did you do like how did you figure out who was your customer what did they want to buy from you yeah so i to be honest didn't really look at or do any market research i honestly didn't know that was a thing back then i was only (laughs) 17 so i had no clue what market research was i didn't even know you were supposed to like know who your customer your target customer was (laughs) All I cared about was making stickers that I personally wanted to use. And if people wanted to buy them, then great. Like, I really was just making stickers that I wanted to use. So yeah, I didn't really spend that much time doing market research. I did make stickers that were specific to the Erin Condren planner, but that was because that was the planner that I purchased. Um, So yeah. I did, however, spend a really long time searching what materials I would need to start a sticker shop. I would spend a long time just like scouring the internet looking for like the cheapest material. So yeah. I feel like now there's probably a lot more information on how to do this. Yeah. I imagine back then it was like you literally had to scour the internet. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. You mentioned before that you were, you know, you didn't have a little attitude of having money. So, like, where did you get this money from <laughs> to finance this business? Right. I think this is, like, a lot of people's question is, like, oh, where am I going to get the money to start a sticker shop? Like I said, I was doing a lot of side hustles. So, I <laughs> saved up some Amazon gift cards. I don't even remember what side hustle it was from, but I had some Amazon gift cards. I think I had, like... I don't know, like $100 worth of gift card money. I At the time, I didn't even have a debit card. Like, I think how I paid for things was either through, like, gift cards or I had my PayPal account linked to, directly to my checking account. So I was able to pay through that. Not that I had a lot of money in my checking account, but that was an option if I did need to buy something. And like I said, I spent a long time looking for the cheapest 
materials, the cheapest place to get cello bags, cheapest place to get envelopes. And I think the total cost that I spent to get started was probably around $200, maybe even less. I remember like writing a whole list of everything I needed and the cost of each item next to it. And I like had that number in my head and I was like, this is all I need to get started. Like <laughs> I can do this. And this was like around November 2015. So a little bit before I opened my shop, I purchased a silhouette portrait during Black Friday. So it was on sale. And I think normally it was like $150 and I got it down to 99 which what a steal. What um, a steal. Wow. Yeah. Like I saved myself $50 and I was like, it just, everything like really just lined up and worked out perfectly. And in terms of the printer that I used, I, we had a laser printer at home and it could print color. So I just, you know, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to use this. Like this is good enough. So yeah, honestly, it was very lean startup. Very lean. Uh, did not spend a lot of money, did not spend a lot of money. So yeah. You really don't need to spend a lot of money to get started. Yeah, I think the most important thing is to just get started, right? And then you make upgrades as you go. Yeah. Okay, so then what, let's talk about your first year. What do you think were the biggest obstacles that you faced in your first year? Because that's very different from like the obstacles you face now or even like the second year, third year. So mm -hmm. yeah, what, what about yeah. your first year? I think the big obstacle in my first year was just not having enough experience just the lack of experience, like when cutting machines weren't working and like the printers weren't printing out correctly, just had to figure out what was like, take the time to figure out what was going on with them. And I think this just honestly takes time to learn and to gain more experience. Mm -hmm. So I'd say that is pretty unavoidable. The second obstacle that I faced was not having enough equipment. So not having enough printers, cutting machines. I'd say the biggest bottleneck I experienced during the first year was the amount of time I would have to spend cutting stickers. It was just like a ridiculous amount of time because I only had two or three silhouette machines. And I actually hired my best friend over the summer this is about six months in of starting my shop so it was like summer break before college and she helped me cut stickers i think at the time minimum wage in san diego was nine dollars so i paid her ten dollars an hour to help me cut stickers and it was really helpful because i was able to use that time it like freed up time for me to do other things. I think I spent a lot of the time recording YouTube videos and like playing with me and yeah so just not having enough equipment was definitely the biggest problem I had my first year. Yeah yeah and the lack of experience because now I, mm -hmm. I feel like I mentioned this before guys but Lisa is a printer slash cutting machine whisperer like they make any sort of sound and she just knows like she knows immediately what is wrong what needs to be done mm -hmm. and like yeah, I'll like I, I just, I just like can tell based on the sound. Yeah, like it'll or it'll be flashing, and she'll just be like, "Oh, it's flashing this many times, so that means this." It's it's crazy. Mm -hmm. We have a couple of questions from the audience. So first off, did you take any business courses on how to start a business like this? Like, did you do any learnings? I guess. Oh, I don't think so. I mean, 
at the time i was just on etsy so it was pretty like straightforward on how to list items in terms of like actual businessy stuff no you can probably tell from my like previous answer on the like did you do any market research i did not i clearly had no honestly had very little knowledge of business at the time so yeah like you really don't need a lot of business knowledge to start a small business if that's one thing to take away from this episode you don't need to know everything and you can learn things as you're going but i do feel like okay as someone who has an mba it has to constantly do an mba <laughs> um, uh-huh. i mean, I, I personally <laughs> like taking courses because then it like gathers all the information you don't need to scour the internet which is like what you had to do right like you gathers all the information mm-hmm. you yeah i so, i did right. have to do my own research yeah yeah so i think it is nice for people who especially if you're like a, an adult who has a full-time job and you don't have time to scour the internet um, mm-hmm. like i do think of course could be helpful to on how to like start a business like this or how to like make stickers etc like a very fast mm-hmm. way to just get all the info you need but um, yeah I mean clearly you've proven that it's not necessarily like you don't have like have that. you don't have to but I did spend a long time doing my own research and just watching YouTube videos and googling things like I spent a long time figuring out all these things and i feel like we get a lot of questions and messages from people at like asking like very specific questions and or sometimes very broad questions and i as much as i would like to respond we get so many questions like that that we just don't have the time to do so and i mean my biggest advice is that you should just do your own research because you can find anything on the internet um, google is your best friend it's my best friend yeah mm-hmm. okay, yes but I do feel like having a business course or taking one, it's like kind of like a cheat code or like, you know, like mm-hmm. it, gives, it gives you a slight yeah. advantage. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, when... you definitely oh, would save a lot of time. Yeah. You would definitely save a lot of time if everything was just, you know, all in one place. I think I'd be willing to pay money to like save time, but that's just me. When when did you know you needed to do things like use QuickBooks to monitor money create spreadsheets, monitor sales, start sending newsletters, marketing. When did you know you had to do these things? I knew to use QuickBooks because when it came around to like paying taxes, like I was like, I need uh, some way to organize all this. So I think Etsy had some sort of like deal with QuickBooks Mm -hmm. uh, at the time. And that's how I knew to use QuickBooks. But yeah, I would recommend like as soon as you start a business to sign up for QuickBooks and just monitor your expenses right away. Save your receipts. Um, save all of them. Yeah, save your receipts. Uh, and yeah, just be really diligent about that. Okay. And then when it comes to like mo- creating spreadsheets to monitor sales, we actually didn't do this until recently. I mm-hmm. think it's useful to have analytics and have data on your sales to see that they're actually like worth having again you can start this never you'd like i wish we had started it sooner but we just ne- like didn't have the time to like start implementing that but yeah yeah as soon as like as soon as you start running sales i would say you should keep track of how they're doing yeah yeah definitely and what about like things more related to marketing 
like sending newsletters, the social media, the marketing. I think you can actually answer this better because I can. when I started, <laughs> I did not do any of these things. So yeah, why, like you, I think you can answer this. Yes, I can, but I feel like it's going to take me a really long time. So I'm gonna, we're going to save this question for a future podcast. Like I will definitely dedicate a future podcast to all of this stuff. But my quick answer is you should start right away. Like it doesn't hurt. Yeah, I think start right away. It's free. Like mm-hmm. social media is free. If you start with MailChimp, that's free. All of, all of it can be free. So it's kind of like a why not? Why not start right away? Mm-hmm. I think as, so- as soon as you start a business, you should be starting to build a customer email list as soon as possible. Yeah, I wish I had started immediately, but I just didn't know that that was a thing. Um, yeah. So yeah, I would say you should be doing all of these things right away. Yeah, like I feel like a lot of businesses nowadays even create their social media before they even launch. So mm-hmm. I think yeah, like, like they gather. Yeah. Yeah, they sort of like gather interest and just get the word out before they even start selling things. Yeah, yeah. Okay, last question. I think this one's always fun to ask. What advice would you give to someone just starting out? I'd say I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but you should definitely do your own research. Like I said, everything can be found on the internet. So if you have any questions, Google is your best friend. And I I also had a lot of questions when I was starting out and I was able to find solutions to pretty much everything just by Googling. So that is definitely an option. The second advice I would say is to hire help. Probably not right away. I think you can handle things by yourself when you're first starting, but as soon as things start to pick up, and you find yourself not having enough time to do things, that is when you need to hire someone because it is not going to be worth your time to be doing smaller, minuscule tasks that somebody else can be doing. And everything can be trained. So yeah, hire help. Yes, agreed. That's a really good one. Okay, well, those are our questions. So thank you to everyone for sending them in. Thank you to Lisa for answering our questions and for talking for the past 20 to 30 minutes so i have a sore throat right now okay well that's it for this week guys be sure to follow us on instagram and tiktok at sticker guru check out our shop website stickerguru.com you can email us at hello at stickerguru.com and you can watch us on youtube youtube.com slash stickerguru thanks so much for tuning in see you next week bye bye